Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Imagine how great our lives would be if Mickey Mouse was finally allowed to be public domain. Uh, like, can you just imagine the joy that would be on the internet? You think that's going to answer a lot of? Yeah, I feel oh, like that's yeah, going to solve a lot of the world's problems. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. It, it would be an, a problem. Be a, it would be an incredible day on the internet. That's for sure. I'm not against I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. R- Rambo Mickey, come on, get on board. I mean, with people it. are already drawing like you know Mickey's dick. Like, yeah. that's sure, just sure. A thing you yeah, can sure, get sure. I, ha- I have seen Mickey's engorged cock. So it's like, I don't know what (laughs) else him being. Yeah. 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 In the next room. Um, Right. So, yeah, I don't know like what else, like what, what, what more truths the universe could unlock for me if he became public domain. But I appreciate, I, I I would like it just to see Disney lose. Well, that's the thing. That's (laughs) the thing about it is like, sure. It wouldn't be different things than you've seen. It's just that you'd have to talk about it on Hypecast because somebody would make money on it. Yeah, Somebody I, would make I money mean, on that shit. I'd write a few Mickey Mouse uh, films. Comics, yeah. Oh, films. Yeah, why not? Films. A oh, few yeah. films, yeah. Yeah, Mickey Mouse films with his yeah. cock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you probably Mickey's could just cock. have his the, cock. The, yeah. yeah, the adventures of Mickey's Dicky. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's Mickey Mouse what it's called. Yeah. In, an, in a rented RV out in the desert, high, right, on, of- high on ether, giving himself tattoos Ooh. with a piece of glass. Lots of bouncing <laughs> balls, like the balls bouncing musically. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 They yeah. must. I mean, th- basically, they all move like those uh, inflatable creatures at car at uh, car dealerships. Like, that's how oh, his cock would man? move. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the tube yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, he that's has a constant, uh, uh, there's constant air. It's just propulsion through his dick. Right. Yeah. What else would there be in there? That's, boy, that's a brainstorm question. Uh, mm. That's that's a that's how you start a writer's meeting. <laughs> it's just that question. Yeah. Uh, What's he, inside he, Mickey's dick? All right, go. Know, five pitches for inside Mickey. Hit it. Yep. Centipedes. <laughs> All right. Stop oh, well, there. We're we done. Got it. We're done. <laughs> yeah. We don't. We don't need to. We don't need to brainstorm anymore. We nailed it. Oh, Tom was salt. always a home run hitter. Tom was. A, <laughs> Tom was always a big slugger in the pitch room. Yeah. Uh, I like that shit. Bat and clean up. Uh, <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, Good. Good. Fine. Yeah. You know, hanging sure. in there. Everybody's doing fine. Yeah. Hanging I, in I'd there like, like to... Mickey's, Mickey's junk. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Especially when there's a, a, not as windy a day, you know. 
Uh, I'd like to bring up for the, I think, fourth time now, even though the first time on record, that it's hot today. (laughs) It's It's hot. today. It's hot today. It's unreasonably hot. It doesn't deserve to be hot. I don't care if it's it's the fifth day of spring. It's going to get hotter. Didn't Mm -hmm. earn it. The sun didn't earn it. No. But you know what I got? What? I got some mac and cheese. Mm. It's a good day for it. It's it's the perfect th- day, thing for a hot day. It's just a, a steamy bowl of, <laughs> of gooey, of creamy I'm mac and sit, cheese. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to sit out in the yard and eat that mac and <laughs> cheese a, when we're done here. Just a, a daiquiri. belly, a belly yeah. full of butter and milk and noodles. Yeah, I'm going to eat it out of a cup. I'm going to drink it. You, Dave, the human being, will curdle if you do this. You will curdle. Yeah. Yeah, a, an event we've all been looking forward to. It's been his goal all yeah. along. <laughs> Can you just see him in a straw Panama hat, sipping a daiquiri and like gumming down some mac and noodles, some mac and cheese? I can't I like that. It. I like that mm. Dave is dressed like Marlon Brando in your... I mean... I think he yeah. is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if I like if I was to teleport into Dave's house, the chances of being dressed like Marlon Brando, fifty yeah. percent at least. It's greater than zero. Mario. Yeah, way greater than zero. Come on, <laughs> way higher than that. It is a possibility. Way I'm going to that. Vegas in a month, and I'm going to need to get a Panama hat oh, for that, hell right? Yeah, 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 you, you, yeah. Be, you better be looking like Dr. Moreau on the fucking strip, yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah. Bring some kind of exotic creature as your pet. When are you going to Vegas, man? We should go. Ooh. I'm going to Vegas for a bachelor party. Oh, uh, yeah. shit. But yeah. I can go again. That's true. That's that would true. be nice. That'd be you nice get, of you to you're, do that. You're, you're allowed two Vegases a year. Yeah. I love gambling. I, you do love gambling. You're like one of those guys that has systems and shit. Yeah, I'm a I'm a gambling addict. One of those yeah. gambling. Yeah, addicts. one of those gambling yeah. addicts. Yeah, exactly. By the way, if Dave had an iguana, if Dave was carrying around an iguana in that, like, right, that's perfect, right? Yeah, Didn't yeah, I it? could rent an iguana. Yeah, yeah, they got them. They got if, if if you listen, if you can rent anything in Vegas, you can rent an iguana. One hundred percent. It's a city of imagination out there. Yeah, yeah, or like a cool child, like a party <laughs> animal child. Mm-hmm. I could do a that. Cool right? child. Yeah, like, like a, cup and like a, half, a child like a cup resting and a half. on my shoulder. There's yeah. some in yeah. the mall store with like a bunch of kids with like leather jackets and like thumbs downing you yeah. from the window, smoking yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. bunch bunch of the Power Glove kid from the Wizard. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Just, yeah, absolutely. just perches on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. You can feed him crackers. Oh yeah, crackers and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Dribble yeah, water that's... into his beak with a washcloth. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you ring it out. You have to ring yeah, it out. Yeah, you ring it out. You have yeah. like a bucket. You have a bucket that you dip the the cloth in, and then you ring it out over their face. <laughs> so you have and that you bucket go, strapped you to go. your neck, like it's uh, like it's mm-hmm. some kind of a like a necklace, and you're you're dipping yeah. water for this cool child on your shoulder. Right. That's how he stays cool. Hat. <laughs> yeah. It's a hydrated child. It is It is hot today. I'm with you on that. It is hot. You are literally just Mar- Dr. Moreau now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, wanted, I, I would like to hear Dave have to speak in the dialogue from that movie. 
Like just the the hissing, like say the lines, stammering dialogue from that movie. What another episode of Hypecast? <laughs> Hypecast. <laughs> That's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host Tom Ryan. I'm your other co-host David Bell, and I'm your guest Adam Ganser. Adam, oh. welcome. Thank you. I feel I'd ad- welcome. I'd ask you how you're doing, but uh, we we did that. We've been over that. <laughs> but and I don't care. We're, so we're, we're we've, we've, this, we've already embarked upon this journey. <laughs> we're, so like, we're so far we're like from six port minutes now. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The shore is receding so distantly. How could we go back? <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but fine. Uh, but fine. For those of you who are curious at home, fine. Yeah. Adam. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, man. We appreciate yeah, it. My yeah, pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. You I like love it. um? You like movies? I, I do. I'm a fan. That's good. Well, you're in we'll luck. We're going to be talking about a few motion pictures. <laughs> well, buckle yeah. the fuck up, motherfucker, because we got it for you. Yeah, today's hypecast yeah. is about movies. Yeah, it I is. mean, and one so game. Is, I some and movies. Game. There's like and a couple of game. there's a couple of TV shows in there. True. Yeah, and uh, these are kind of films, not yeah. movies. Uh, I that's where we might differ on that because I have a, a couple of that, flicks. They might more be flicks than films, actually. Yeah. Yeah. A few talkies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, do we want to get into it? Do you want to do the hypecast? I would love to. I would love if well, we could get the show started. All right. Well, th- uh, thank you, Adam. And thank you to these producers that I'm going to name, starting with Heathcliff's Helping Hamfuls. Uh, thank you, Heathcliff. <laughs> Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Lef. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you. Thank you to Ryan, the Silly Money Goose. Mm. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Yeah, he does. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Yep. Thank you to DJ Finney. Yeah. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank mm-hmm. you to Brockaway Loves the Meat Millie. Sure does. And thank you to David. Knife Boot. Knife Boot. Henson. All thank right. You. Let me swoop in here. Uh, thank you to Grumblebee. Sure. Thank you to thank Screaming you. Horse Pyramid. Thank, oh. you. thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank yep. you. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Thank, thank you to Deborah's Awesome, Barbara's Great, and Cancer and Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the baby from a racer head. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Shiz Lily Tits. Yep. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Breezy, oh. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Thank you. And mm-hmm. thank you to MVB. Yeah. Oh. So much. Man, God, we're in it. it now. We're in it. We're in it. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, here we go. Uh, it's the trailer. For men, we actually we covered the teaser. This is Alex Garland's film. Uh, this actually uh, gives us a better idea of what the movie's about, sort of. I sort was, of. I was more still than not the too teaser much. did. I was deeply thrilled that they hid from the trailer for a while that it was an Alex Garland joint. Because I was like, kind oh, of, yeah. I was like, kind of into it for because like, I didn't know what this was. So I was kind of into it for a little bit, and then. His name pops up. I'm like, okay, here we fucking go. Like, right. they really strapped up. up with that, and I liked it. I just jumped out of my seat and dimmed all the lights in the room. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I got real, I got serious at that point. <laughs> I was, I, my eyes got serious. They yeah. narrowed. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
this because is because I was my, focused. Uh, this is a hell of a thing. I love that it's Ale- it feels like Alex Garland, but it also doesn't uh, because he. I mean, he. It, it's just nice to see him make something that doesn't feel. I, I, I'm not saying his other stuff was the same because it certainly wasn't, but the heady sci-fi shit, he loves it. And this feels more like a horror movie. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be a real mind fuck too. I don't know. It's definitely uh, looking like he's leaning more into the horror stuff. Yeah, which there are is elements of it, obviously, in his, say, in his other movies. Uh, his other movies also are horrifying. Yeah. Uh, uh, Annihilation is, I would argue, a horror movie. As yeah, well. it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's a horror Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this this had really strong Aphex Twin music video vibes for me. Ooh. Anybody anybody but me remember the one? Come to Daddy. Yes, didn't it? Did yeah. it have a Come to Daddy vibe? That's uh, directed by Chris Cunningham. Yes. I, I mean, yeah. I know that's a really old reference, but that video still kind of rips. Did you have the DVD? Did you have the Chris of Cunningham had, DVD of course I pack? Did. Come on. Yeah, I just found mine. Come on recently didn't he do that bjork video where she makes out with herself as a robot and drinks and i think like, so, is born yeah. from milk great oh, hell yeah, yeah. Mm. great video anyway this really did <laughs> remind me of that apex twin music video it was like oh shit yeah i, I dig yeah. this yeah it definitely has that vibe so it looks like the what they let us know uh, if you guys heard the last episode or you or you saw the the previous teaser trailer it was you know just real creepy just jesse buckley kind of being followed by some some dude silhouette and it's it's very it follows and it's creepy this one gives us a better idea she's renting this cottage in the british countryside the landlord's weird this priest is weird mm-hmm. everyone in the fucking town is weird and <laughs> we learned that her husband killed himself probably uh yeah uh, sometime before by by just the way she puts it, just kind of falling off of one of their balconies. So he looks, yeah. So, the but he looks like surprised. He looks yeah, surprised. Yes. Yeah, he weird. looks like he didn't yeah. quite plan it. So right. I yeah. Guess that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and of she drove him to it. That's what. That's yeah. That's what. Uh, <laughs> what the priest says. There's yes. this great yeah scene where she's with this priest and he's just so weird and menacing. It's just Jesse Buckley surrounded by weird, creepy dudes. It's, in the I English mean, yeah. It looks like it's her being. It's like her being negged like constantly yes it is that look at look at that priest's hair you had to know this dude's not legit when you see that guy looks like a fucking he looks like a musketeer he has extra winter hair like he's aged hulk hogan yeah if you saw a priest with like a fine gray skullet down to his shoulders you'd be like that's a fake priest right yeah that's just not a standard issue priest hair. Or uh, he's a so, va- or he's a vampire, which right. is also a fake priest. Right. I have I have one theory of what this is going to be. Uh, can I sneak in and just dump mine off before you give it? Are you ready? Yeah, we might have the same one. Okay, it's Deathloop. This might be Deathloop. Oh, you like think not this exactly Deathloop? Death, not exactly Deathloop, but like it feels multiversey to me. That's interesting. I uh, have a completely different. And, well, and that, like, there's a reason he's surprised. I mean, right. it's, like th- that, it was not an accident because uh, it'd be a very strange shot if it what if if that's supposed to be. I'm sad. I'm dying now. I just don't buy that. You know? No. Uh, he, yeah. He. I don't think he meant to jump. I think the trailer makes it actually almost too clear. Uh, unless it it's not a surprise in the movie. I don't know. I mean, also, you know, Alex Garland's been flirting with people falling from heights in the multiverse already. You know, if you've yeah. seen uh, Devs, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like maybe we're may, maybe it's also a death 
this is actually what I love about Alex Garland is he does mystery box, but not for very long. Like none of his films are, I would call them twisty movies. They don't go like, dun, dun, dun. Here's what actually is happening there. They, there's like surprises in the plot, but like they tend not to withhold too much. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't rely on yeah. twists. So. They're, not a, they're not a Lynch film. Uh, no. And so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if whatever the the thing is will be pretty obvious right away. Uh, a death loop would be interesting. My my take on it was pod people, or that because uh, this is my reasoning. It's called men, as in plural. Right, right. And all these people are menacing in what appears to be the same way. So I'm guessing they're all the same thing. I think it's the same the guy. Same a bunch of entity. times, right? Is it the same actor? I think it's the same this? guy. Yes. I think that the same guy shows me. up. That's why I said the Aphex Twin thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's that like a makes scene a lot with of a, sense. There's a scene with a kid that's wearing a mask, and then like the kid takes the mask off, and it's him. It's oh, like okay. a creepy, I didn't yeah. even notice that yeah. shot. It's like, what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think it's pod people then. Okay. Um, or like some sort of idea. <sighs> okay. So now I'm actually less sure now. Um, yeah, I didn't notice that they were the same person. I'm pretty sure they are. I, I mean, like, I'm pretty you know. sure they are too. Now I'm going through and looking at them. Yeah, now that you said, now that you mentioned it, and yeah. I think it is kind of the same actor. So I wonder, I'm, I wonder if that's going to be get more and more obvious. Oh yeah, it's totally. The, oh, mm. I think it's all the same guy. That's why the title "Men" is actually a good title. And she says at the end, "What are you?" And so that's why I'm like, I think it's some sort of entity. Is I guess what I'm getting at? Yeah, that's like runs this town essentially or that is taken over this town that's i don't know maybe uh, it's alex garland i think actually your time loop is a better theory because alex garland tends to do some really fucked up or some weird ideas uh that yeah. aren't what you necessarily expect and he's a little sci-fi boy yeah he's, oh, a he's a such sci-fi a sci-fi boy. he's such a sci boy yeah. i mean he really is uh i look he gets a he gets a blank check until he makes a bad thing for me like, I yeah. watch literally anything he makes until he makes a bad thing, and I don't anticipate that happening this time. No, this looks, it looks great. Good. Yeah, in fact, this is so, like, uh, I'm ready to get on my soapbox early, Dave, if you don't mind. Are you ready? Uh, this wait, is... wait, wait. Go ahead. Yeah, get get ready. <clears throat> Adjust okay, the Panama ready. hat. I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm get ready. a daiquiri yeah. sip. Cock to one okay. side, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pet the iguana once. Here we go. Uh, this is what I want. Uh, all these stories, which, by the way, all the same. Every one of these stories, except for the offer, is the same story. This is how I want those stories to be done. A unique uh-huh. premise exploring this issue, because we're clearly interested in this issue of like women being gaslit by men and and uh, the sort of the historical significance of that. That's a thing we're clearly interested in. This is a more interesting exploration of that than any of the rest of the trailers we're going to see right, this whole yeah, day. Right, cl- yeah, to clarify, all the trailers, Adam pointed this out, and uh, Tom, it sounded like you realized this. I didn't. I, it didn't click in my head. Almost all the trailers we're about to go through today are, and these are just the trailers that are out this week, by like weird coincidence, or I guess uh, the fact that culturally this is just something on our minds. But this is like this is something that's been around for a while, so it feels like a coincidence. They're all basically the same story. Uh, the same broad stroke story, which is very uh, yeah. uh, the same broad strokes. Get it? Because they're all about Ooh. women. Uh, <laughs> Sing. So, should we move on to the next trailer then? To like yeah, kind of illustrate like, that point. 
Yeah, the yeah. next one is uh, Candy. Candy. This is, um, Candy. what's her name? Jessica Biel. Jessica mm-hmm. Biel. Been a uh, while. As, as and... like a, it's like the gritty SNL church lady story, it seems like. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's like. Uh, yeah. That's what her wig looks like. You're right about yeah, that. It's, a, it's an incredible yeah. wig. Uh, yeah, she's like in the like suburban uh, housewife in, I don't know, the 60s, maybe the 70s. Yeah, um, and it seems like the implication is that she totally murders somebody else. She, well, it, it appears that she may have completely murdered Melanie Linsky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the, the movie seems to be like the investigation. Like, it seems to be in flashback where people are talking to her and they're like, tell us what happened. It's a miniseries, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, a limited yeah. series. Just to be clear, it's a miniseries. Uh, which they makes ca- they actually less... called it a a five a five night event is what they yes, called they it. Yes, they did. So they're gonna like play it, you know, just one night after another. Just gonna get through it, kind of like old miniseries used to do. I was gonna say, what is this the the stand? Like yeah. that's such a weird way of phrasing I'm it. Tell you, but... what is this a Stephen King miniseries on ABC? <laughs> I mean, I um... think that this is all like you know, don't pardon the pun, except this fucking pun. It's all Chernobyl fallout, right? Like Chernobyl was such a nice. was such a huge hit as a limited series. I feel like that format's come back. Oh yeah, I everybody think it has, had it's a come blast back, with Chernobyl. We it's come back it. in a lot of ways. It's not just Chernobyl. I think right now limited series are, and I'm sure we've talked about this, but right now limited series are, I, I believe are very popular among streaming because it doesn't one it's content, two it's multiple pieces of content instead of like one two hour movie. You get eight hour-long episodes uh so like there's there's some grumbling that like oh these ideas that maybe would have been better as two-hour movies are getting stretched out into miniseries because that's what streamers want right now right Um, it's also also, how yeah it's also how we seem to like adult content now yeah and it's they can be be, making it a limited series allows you to pull in bigger stars because they don't have to commit to multiple seasons and you don't have to sink the investment for multiple seasons. So I just think it's like a perfect storm of a lot of things right now. Yeah. Why 100%. we're getting so many limited I, series. A lot of them and are I good, think, though. A lot of them I don't, I'm say, not complaining at all. I love limited yeah, series. Yeah, I think most yeah. of them are great. I would. I wish Deep Water was a limited series. The, the, the Baffleck sexy thriller. Tom, I, imagine watching that for six hours. Mm, no. Just... Every new episode is another himbo. That ben uh, actually, kills. you got you know what I said no. I said yeah. no, but by right there, you just got me right back on board. You, every yeah. single every single episode is her greeting another himbo, and you cut to like Ben ah, Affleck. You tell just it from the staring him- and frowning. You and tell it from the himbo's point of view. To- <laughs> yeah, then, then it's a thrill. Then then we're really in for a thrill. Uh, yeah, jealous, jealous Ben Affleck is a is a treat, and we deserve it cinematically speaking. Yeah, uh, I yeah. want to say I feel like this trailer planted the idea that uh, I mean it, it's I mean this is clear uh, from the from the uh, summary that she, Candy is going to be accused of murder, but I think we planted the idea that Betty may have been a part of it. Like, so it might be end up being this like. Yeah, uh, who I really killed who? Sort of thing, you know. Like, there's there's this feeling of like we're not getting all the information, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or it, she really is just like a maniac, and that's the idea. It's like just a a exploration of this character who's like all sweet, like I don't know, some sort of sweet food, and then and then uh, is actually not that. I don't know. 
We'll see. It's hard to say. This one is actually the most different now that I think about it of like the trend, but it's the trailer packaged it as though it was this like woman being sort of uh oppressed by the system for a thing that maybe she wasn't responsible for. Right? right. That's how that's how it was packaged. I don't know if that's really what the story is. Uh but that's what it yeah. looks like. I have no goddamn clue what the story is. Like, this trailer did a good job at giving you, yeah, general plot and vibes. But, like, I don't know. For all we know, this could be a sci-fi. You know what I mean? Like, this could go in some wild I, I think it's a true story. I, yeah, it's it's inspired by a true story. And, yeah, so I seriously so doubt it. So, less likely that it's a sci-fi. Less well, likely. Is what you guys less are likely. But that spawns another thing I wrote down at a different place. But I'll just say it now. I fucking wish... We were making these all these fucking biopics, and we were just fictionalizing them. Like fuck it, you know what I mean? Why are we like? Why are we so slavishly committed to like? Yeah. Let's do the true story. Why? Who cares? The problem. It, I, I the problem is the like confessions of a dangerous mind. Just yes, yeah. For all of them, all of them, every one of them. Who gives a shit? It's a movie. You know what I, I mean? Think, like make it fun. Yeah. I think for the right people, that would be really well done, right? Like, for the right stories. Because um, I would love to see a version where it's like, you know, you do, like, the, the Robert Durst story, but you do, like, all his alibis and excuses yeah. to show how yeah. incredibly ridiculous that would have been if it was true. You know, stuff like that. You could have, you, you know, it, like, under the understanding that, like, yeah, we know this is not real, it could be fun to play with that. Or, like, the problem is every time we do do that, it's like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You right, know we do I mean? it the wrong way. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. We do it the wrong way. Like, I, I, I hate to say this, but I still think Tarantino understood this better. Yeah. But, like, uh, in Inglorious Bastards, as much as that's now kind of a trope, I think he understood, like, no, no, the fun of this is... If we're gonna do a contemporary look on something that happened that long ago, let's put it let's put it as you know contemporary as it can feel, and then you know change history. Why not? Right. We already, everybody already knows what happened. You know, like I think that's yeah. fun. Um, I personally, and I like I have I feel yeah. that way very strongly about the next trailer, uh, for reasons I'll say later. But this one too, it's like, man, if it's based on a true story, I feel maybe confined by this idea instead of excited about it. Maybe I yeah, don't know. I, mean, I like I like the idea of you know suburbia and like sinister suburbia and i i like the idea of it's you know she's part of this big community of of suburban housewives so there's this kind of fake niceness that that gets real tense at least that's kind of the vibe that the trailer was given off so you can kind of sense that she's like getting competitive with the other women especially melanie linsky um and it comes from uh the, the people that did the act which i thought was good i also came into the act thinking it was a little unnecessary because uh mommy dead and dearest was such a a well-known and well-received documentary that's just like this is the literal story of what happened so i don't know why we need a dramatization but they pulled right. it off very very well okay that's interesting uh i'll my only counterpoint to that is because i also i mean having been raised in the suburbs i also mm -hmm. find the suburbs fascinating for the reasons you said but I also think that's the only story we really get from the suburbs. You know, like we like suburbs story is always com like competition, I think people I, secretly being squashed by expectation. I think, and, yeah, you know? I think by I, I wonder if by definition s suburban stories have to be about uh, artifice. You know what I mean? Like about putting on or, or I think pretending, it's hard not you know to. What I mean? 
No, I think that's how filmmakers feel about it. I I really think that's part of it. I think, all right, here's what I would say about this is that I think we only noted, like, E.T. is technically a suburban story, right? Yeah, and and they are hiding an alien, but yeah. But or like Back to the Future, where it's like when we do a story specifically about suburban life, it's hard to do anything but point out that it's you know hidden the hidden insidious side because otherwise it's like what is there to then say about saying? it? Right. I yeah. Agree. I um, agree. There's lots of stories that's... that aren't about the suburbs but take place in the suburbs that are not right. that that narrative. You're right. But that if if we take take it as like a as like an entity that is it always has to be that you're totally right about that yeah i'm just not sure what else to say i would welcome another thing uh but i think it's it yeah it's it's tough to like kind of picture what that would be that's our job dave yeah i also didn't grow up in the suburbs so i'm not i'm also like you know what's interesting about me i didn't grow up in the suburbs so i actually kind of um fetishize the suburbs like I, whenever I see like in movies like a desert suburb, you know where it's like surrounded by desert and it's like this artificial. Like right. I look at that, and I'm like, ooh, I want to live there. Like I love the idea of a suburb because I ne- I didn't grow up in one, and they just seem so surreal and weird that like I kind of I kind of want to live there. Uh, and I don't I don't know what that says about me because nobody has ever said you know very good things about it. I think that, yeah, of course they don't, because you run into people who left it. You know what I mean? Like, if, you, right, if you're, exactly. like, hanging out with people who lived in the suburbs, you, like, you'd find yeah. a lot of good things about it. Uh, That's true. I, don't, I mean, yeah, you're right, Tom and Dave. Like, that, my objection is kind of not fair, because most suburb movies are either about a different thing, and the suburb is just a backdrop, or if they're about the suburbs, then that really is the only thing I can think of to say. It's like Yeah, but maybe someone else can. Yeah, here that's I mean the suburbs can basically be summarized by the phrase good fences make good neighbors. You right. know, like that's 100%. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean the the banner they all fly up. I don't know. Okay, well I, so with that in mind, I guess this candy story is somewhat intriguing cuz it rarely it's it rarely results in actual murders. So that part is intriguing, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not that often. Yeah. So few murders. You know what I? All right, so I have a suburb movie. I'm ready. All right, it's about a shitty suburb. Like you know, like um, you know, like there's always like the shitty house, like ooh the party house, or like ooh everybody's shaking their fist. You know, like the comedy style where it's like oh that dorm they're full of party animals. Whole suburb, whole suburb, and like there's a neighbor, there's an uptight neighbor suburb that the whole other suburb has to show up. Does that is that different? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like this. This we'll call it comment, shitty suburb. This comment may be a little fraught. I feel like we got those kinds of movies are basically comedies about rundown neighborhoods, and those no, exist. Like, the idea it's a perfectly nice suburb. It's not run down. Uh, it's just filled with just party animals. Isn't that what the Burbs is? The Burbs isn't filled with party. I, I haven't seen that movie, but that's not oh, what it is. Oh, you should see you the should Burbs. So okay, no, that's right. not what it is. <laughs> re, re, rebuke accepted. Rebuke yeah. accepted. You got to see the Burbs. Yeah, you should, you should watch the Burbs, man. Okay, Dave, but I'm going to trade you for something else. I'll agree okay. to it, but by the end, you're gonna, I'm going to trade you for something else. All right. Well, let's go on to the next yeah, trailer. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, this is called Gaslit. Yeah. This is a, a series? 
Which is this a limited series too? Because yes. I can't imagine this going God. for like six seasons. Why? No, not not with this cast. No, with Julia Roberts yeah. in the lead. No. Is that? Did I see Sean Penn in you a sure did. Yes, you saw Sean Penn, the closest he's ever been to playing himself. Just uh, hire, just hire an overweight actor. I'm begging you, Hollywood. I'm begging you. The fat suit's dumb, but I but it. Remember yeah. when that was like a joke, like the crumps or like shallow hell. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that used to be a comedy device <laughs> and now we're just doing it unironically. Well, it's weird. Did you see X? Did you guys go watch X yet? Not yet. Not yet. I okay. want to. That's one you should see, Dave. That's right up your alley. There is an mm. old, there is an old suit in it. That's quite good. I oh, think. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost get old, old suit. Uh, like old face, depending old face, <laughs> yeah. old face, depending on the um, context. You know, if it's got a lot of flashbacks, or if it's just Guy Pierce and it just is there to confuse everybody, I'll accept that as well. No, it's for entirely different reasons. Okay, that, uh, I think well, I'll be interested to hear if you think it's justified. Yeah, but yeah, this is um, uh, fucking someone who's the wife of somebody who I never heard of during the Watergate scandal. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like an interesting story that does I've never it? heard about. Does it look like an interesting story to you? Does well, it? Because looks... I think it doesn't. I think it's like, <laughs> nah, I'm not into this. And I'll tell you it... why. I, I know I'm coming down hard. I'll tell you why. Okay. We already know what happened in Watergate. In Watergate, right? yeah. We We've do. explored Watergate a lot in the last, even the last like 10 years, a lot, right? Yeah. We have. Yeah. We have. I mean, uh, no, no, you're right. It's just, it, hold on. it's also there's like. A, there's a second piece to this. Okay. So, like, I'm okay with, like, okay, well, let's circle wider and see other stories about Watergate. The problem is they want to tell a story that's actually a contemporary issue. And this is what they, this is what Hollywood do, does all the time. Let's take it back in time when it was really bad and, like, explore it then and think that we've actually commented on this moment. And in order to get people interested in it, we're going to center it on Watergate, right? We're going to find a story like that. Right. And I think, no, tell your story about gaslighting from somebody who's a major player in a story. And if you don't have a historical event like that, write a story, you know, well, like that's more interesting I, to me. I, I don't fully agree with that because it, it, for this, it depends on how true this story is. Cause I really like it when a movie does um, a historical film goes, Hey, you know, this event, well, here's a really fucked up detail of it. You didn't even know happened. That happened to these few people. If that is the truth, I don't know how accurate this movie is. I'm sure but it's I do, accurate. I'm sure yeah, it is. Yeah, I do right? appreciate that where they're like, hey, this footnote, like we absolutely destroyed this woman <laughs> for something that ultimately people found out about. Like that is that is wild to me uh, that that would happen. And then the fact that, yeah, we know the outcome for me just kind of points out, I guess, the futility of the, of it, not futility. Like the fact that it's like we know what's going to happen we know that history is going to march on that these people are going to face judgment but when they were struggling to keep it a secret uh it's just interesting to see the the lengths they went if that's what this is about i think that's what it's about but it it's one presumes one presumes. yeah it's not entirely clear but um, again so like the thing that you want to, to about it like the thing that you're intrigued by about it is we've done it like we've done that story so many times and well about this issue, you know, like, and I think that 
I think this is an algorithm story. It really feels like that to me. It's like, okay, people like Watergate because of the contemporary events, and mm-hmm. people want to watch a female protagonist who's getting you know mistreated by men. That's an issue they're interested in. Let's mash them together. Here's that story. And even if it's true, it doesn't matter. Like That's what got, guided us to this moment where this thing exists. And again, it's thematic. We're seeing this across how many reviews, or excuse how many releases where, hey, let's go back in time, find an interesting historical landmark, and then make a contemporary issue about it's just, that. Sometimes that's... Uh, you know what the comparison I just realized is? A movie I really enjoyed, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's the same thing, uh, and I had the same comment about it back then. Right, but did you see it? No, I didn't see it. You should see it. I bet it's I should. It's a very good movie. It's because good. It's, that, uh, it's that idea of, like, you know things were bad, but then you watch it and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like... It's that, like, I didn't realize how bad. Um, and it's relevant today, but it's also just, like, again, this this thing that, like, pe- more people need to know about, um, for whatever reason, just to know about, shown of, like, this is what they fucking did. Not that long ago. Mm-mm. And, like, that's incredible. I think the backfiery version of it is that fucking Sorkin film, uh, Trial the of Chicago. Chicago. Seven. I, so I don't know the number. I, I mean, I think a lot of these that we're going to talk about are going to be the backfiery version. Yeah, I think it can miss the mark, and maybe this will. I'm just saying that, like, Judas and the Black Messiah was fucking... Uh, I bet it, it was. was. I bet it, it was. It was quite a film, but and my... it was filled with amazing performances, and it it did matter, and it needed to be said. So, like, I just can't discount this, uh, because I've seen it work. Sure, that's why it's being done this way because it's been packaged this way and successfully. Right. The reason the reason I'm up in arms about it is not because I disagree with the cause. It's not that. It's not that I think we we shouldn't go back and investigate contemporary issues through the lens of history. I think that's also valuable. You're it's talking that, about the cynicism behind. Yes, it. it's cynical and it's actually killing the better ideas. It's killing better movie ideas out there that would that aren't going to get made because they're not historical fiction. Mm-hmm. Right, like like that are probably more courageous explorations of this issue. I want to see this movie in twenty twenty two, you know. Right, like, and nobody's going to make that because it's too dangerous, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just kind of need to see what it's going to be. I I agree that the again, there, there's definitely a cynical version of this, and this could go either way, right? Uh, I yeah, just don't it know is, which. It is based on the first season of a narrative podcast, so whatever that. Is it is it uh, burn uh, after afterburn? What's the name of it? Slow I, burn. Slow burn. I I listened to it. It's fantastic. Her story was a small detail in that podcast. You know, interesting. I mean, that podcast goes. This is why I said we've gone through it because that podcast was a huge hit, and uh, I listened to every episode of it. It was fantastic about Watergate and all the things you're interested in, Dave. It goes through it. You should listen to it. Uh, but her story is a very small piece of that. And that's the part hmm. that makes me concerned. You know, it's like, uh, so they're, you know, I don't know. It it just feels algorithmic. I guess, it could so be my, good. Yeah, my question is, is there more to her story or did they make up a bunch of stuff? Who you knows? know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that's going to be kind of the thing for me is that, like, if they make up a bunch of stuff, then I would agree if just like, ah, eh, just make a move, make a new movie. Um, if this is a real fucking wild ass thing that happened to someone, then I want to hear about it. Uh, absolutely. Okay. So uh, yeah. it's we might just feel like, differently about that. It's just it's uh, it's uh, it's all about I'm, the details. Yeah, and I'm I'm I don't know. I I'll 
say the only uh, trepidation I feel for stuff like for projects like this is doing character rehabilitation for people that don't deserve it. Sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about Martha Mitchell apart from she was married to the secretary, not the secretary of state, the attorney general uh, uh, during Nixon's uh, administration. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. I, I I have no idea. I don't know anything about her or her politics or, or, you know, anything like that. So that would, that would be the only thing that I would like. I mean, that, that bugs me about projects like this is when they are like, oh, well, this this person was courageous. And it was like they take one small detail and, and blow it way out of proportion. It's like, right. oh, and then, then, then they, they don't they were... mention all the other things. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. mention all the shit they were fine with. That's the thing I worry that this is. Uh, and I mean, again, I don't know enough about her story, but I do know that it's not the main story of Watergate. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's an ancillary yeah. story of Watergate, which makes me concerned. That I it don't might know. be cynical. I, I know this is clearly a bigger piece of it, but like all the president's men is a fraction of the story too. But it's the uh, but, but it's, it's the most important section of it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, it's the thing that caused the thing yeah, to happen. I yeah. get that. But it's just I don't mind the pieces if it's interesting. If it's again like this idea of like you didn't know this incredibly fucked up thing was happening this whole time because it was shadowed by a bigger thing. You know? Oh, that's, I, I'm uh, sorry. I, for, I just looked for, up. I looked up the Wikipedia. It looks like she got kidnapped as part of okay. like to silence Oh yeah, her. no, okay. that's they. They seem to make that pretty clear in the uh, okay. Well, in the trailer is that she was abducted. Was that not in the podcast? I don't remember it in the podcast. I don't remember her being a big piece of this podcast. Yeah, there's a scene in this in the hotel room. That was the scene that I was like, this looks intense. Like if this happened to a person. Okay, my bad. So, so yeah. it, it, that's that's an intense detail that deserves. Yeah. So right. I I'll, I'll retract most of my intensity here. I the issue remains in general, but maybe not here. It's like yeah. when um they told you know everybody knew about the Titanic, but they didn't know that there was uh, two lovers being chased by Billy Zane with a gun <laughs> on the Titanic, and it's like wow, that's a whole other tale. Fuck out of here. Yeah, for a true. diamond of all things, yeah, uh, he brought an elderly henchman with him. Yeah, he did. He really did. He really <laughs> did. He brought do his that. henchman, David Warner. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like regardless the, of how this is told, I just I can I I think of it as what I've been saying, which is like uh, I didn't I don't know about right. this what, what this right, woman like, went through, and it sounds fucking wild. Right, like the fact that. <laughs> to cut to try to keep a lid on this scandal like the, the an american right. an american president abducted a woman or at least yeah. people in his inner circle had a, had a woman abducted to like uh, intimidate beat her and silence her and it's like not and it's not just any woman it's the wife of the attorney general so it's right and that president didn't go to jail he sure like, didn't Dave. <laughs> yeah that's the shit that's like my my goodness also but that, did you, that guy also, did that though the attorney oh, general yeah. went to jail for 19 months. Wow. A lot of yeah. people went to jail, just not Nixon. Uh, yeah. Did you did you guys see Sabatka in there? Because he's in there. Of course. Yeah, a little of bit. A little I toddler did. face. Okay. Yeah. I love Sabatka. Ne- never miss Sabatka. <laughs> never miss a Sabatka. <laughs> I love Sabatka. Uh, uh, am, I, am I way out on a limb here being being concerned about these historical dramas? No, well, I like I said, as I've seen it done cynically. So it is a thing. For sure. I just think that when, you know, when there's a story that just people don't know about that's intense, it should be told no matter what the context of it. 
that is assuming that's what they're doing. Like, again, Sorkin's fucking trial of the Chicago uh, 7 or 8 or 9, uh, that I thought was just like a really desperate version of this same thing. Like, that to me is the cynical version. It's tough. Where they're like, it- ooh, protests are happening. I'm going to make a protest film, but I'm, right. then I'm going to make it like really Sorkin and change right. all the details. I'm going to I'm gonna Pepsi next this thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. That, that's always, I'm very on the lookout for that kind of stuff because uh, I don't, I don't think that stuff needs to exist. I'd rather stuff like Alex Garland's film or series or whatever exist mm-hmm. that's like, I think still tackling similar issues. But doing it in like right. a creative, you know, interesting way. Uh, okay, so yeah, you gotta watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, <clears throat> that's just as an aside. Uh, next thing is a, Bra- a very British scandal. Is this like the greatest title? The, yeah, because <laughs> boy, is it like as as the trailer sure. was unfolding, I was like, this is a very British scandal. It really is. Bettany looks like looks so pleased with himself all the way through this he trailer and I'm yeah. delighted. He looks like <laughs> this is going to sound like a weird compliment. He looks like a smooth little Nazi. Like that's <laughs> that's the kind of he kind of aristocrat that he's like portraying in this. Yeah. yeah. He looks like somebody tightened his skin a little bit. And, right. uh, and, and, and by, by, by smooth, I don't mean like smooth talking. I mean literally smooth, like an otter yeah, like, or a seal. Like vision. He looks like vision. Like vision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With his little haircut. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but can you Nazi prove it, vision. Tom? Can you no. prove it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also about a real life thing. It's him and Claire Foy um, about the Duke and Duchess of some fucking place getting a divorce. <laughs> Then maybe maybe um, this is the one I should have made how, my rant about. Yeah, that's how the director described it too. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> so, the Duke and Duchess is some fucking know. place, some Did, fucking British place. Didn't they have a line from a critic that was like, "This is really something," like like as though like arguing with like, "You think this isn't anything? Trust me, it's something." Trust me, it's something. It is a yeah. show. I've watched yeah. it. It's definitely a show. So I just realized this trailer. I got halfway through it and I closed it and I said to myself, eh, I'll finish it later. Then I never did. And I just realized that. Oh, that that's tells awesome. you something. Well, he, he, <laughs> Paul Bettany is the Duke. He brings in Claire Foy as his mistress, I believe. Sure. Um, the Duke. And then they have a very messy breakup and it becomes an extremely British scandal. And then, yeah, he has that right. great line. It's like, well, well, mean, can you prove it? Do you have photographs? Do you have you love letters? Because I, I do. <laughs> then he, ah, then he Paul floated Bettany, out. Bastard. He floated out with an umbrella after that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Time God to go. He whistled into the wind and flew off to go nanny some children. I hope there's four scenes where they shoot ducks, where they go duck shooting. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I also hope he's just called the Duke, and they never name where. They just call it the countryside. And like, like it just becomes clear that it's actually not anywhere in particular. It's just generically British, the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So this is a tabloid story, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So everything I said about the last movie, transfer it to this one. That this is sure. the thing I think it's like. No, no, no. We we don't need that, right? We don't need a tabloid, like some obscure tabloid story, <laughs> do we? I'll accept that. Also, when did this take place? There's no way to know. It looks like the 50s or 60s to me, but yeah. uh, I I'm could not be the 90s. 
<laughs> I don't think it could be the 90s. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Argyle. That's who it is. The, the Duke and Duchess of Argyle. Wouldn't it be amazing Incredible if place. in this movie, halfway through, someone takes out an iPhone and you're just like, what? Oh, huh. Like, I want that for this. Sure. Like, suddenly yeah. you realized it was now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it was like uh, five years ago and there's just no way to know. I think but it's yeah, already I don't know. out somewhere in britain really yeah. it's already okay. it's already All released right. in december in britain so then it's probably okay if it's making its way over here right this seems like yeah this seems like the kind of story that maybe we needed to know the story beforehand like maybe this is one of those things that like for for if you're not familiar with it it just it didn't look it looked like yeah like just a re- like a scandal just it looked, like it looked fine it, it looked it like, looked fine yeah. it just didn't look like it was like anything noteworthy like i it, guess it, it looks like a like a story about watergate you know like I, sort of i but mean not, watergate like, feels a little bit more i mean you just said i mean watergate you just said bigger. it this to is a tabloid story this is yeah, a, tabloid a tabloid story, story. and watergate like, is like I'm, a major historical thing right like to, maybe to i Americans. missed something in this that's what i mean is like maybe i missed something in this trailer but it seemed like without context of what this is i was just like oh, okay like it, look, it looks like these two are having a lot of like a hard time they <laughs> like, they also I, I, don't know, I don't know them i don't know them this production company blueprint previously in 2018 made a series called a very english scandal Holy completely shit. different series <laughs> yep completely yep. different series okay yep. so this is just what they do uh this is called a home run that's a fact that's a home run i hope you're ready yeah oh, uh man. yeah i mean it's got it's got british actors being british it's like a some bbc be thing I'm, yeah this is like this looks like a very cozy uh kind of trash drama this is yeah. like the trashy like in the same way that downton abbey is wholesome but still kind of ridiculous. I think this is going to be trashy and ridiculous, right? Yeah, like, it, yeah. It makes me hope that the victims involved are okay. And I don't know the story, but you know what I mean? Where it's <laughs> Dave, like, man, if, they're, they were if the, they're making... They were the Duke and Duchess. <laughs> I think they're okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe she, he like kills her she, in she it. She lived you know? to 80, Dave. Spoilers. She lived okay. to 80. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, the the, the lady had the okay. affair with, I hope she's okay. I don't care about them. It's you know what I mean where it's like if you're making this like trash drama about it I I really hope like the the real life people like are fine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, that it's not like the expense it's I I hope it's not at the expense of a of a tragedy. No, uh, it's just I don't, a, as, I don't as, think it is, man. I'm doing yeah. I'm doing real quick skimming uh, of Wikipedia as Me as too. as far as I can tell it was just a very messy public scandalous divorce. It was just a uh, how would you describe the the scandal like British? It was it a would, very British. Extremely British. Very prob- Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is like this reminds me of like Hillbilly Elegy where you're watching and mm. you're like, yeah, this is just like an average life cool i don't know why i'm watching this i'm guessing that what is like the comment that is actually gonna get made by this i'm hoping is is the way that their their personal stuff got elevated by the tabloid culture like that might be what makes it british right you know that people are so obsessed with it like you know like reality tv show stars basically maybe this was because it was 63 is what i'm reading so maybe that was like we're sounding like such americans but forgive us we're americans you know this i wasn't alive in the 60s and i didn't watch british tabloids educated well um 
but it seems like maybe this was a watershed moment for tabloid journalism in, in Britain. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. 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 I mean, I to my uncouth American mind, I can accept that. Uh, but also, if you put three forks in front of me, I'm fucking baffled. You know, like, I don't know what I'm immediately to do with throwing that. one of them in the trash. Well, you you <laughs> yeah. start from the you start from the outside and go in. Nope. Guys. Three is too many, Dave. Sorry, one of them's Dave. going in the garbage. You start from the outside and One go of them's in. going all. in the garbage. Okay. That's garbage. fair, too. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't educated by the aisle, Dave, like you were. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Three forks is an abomination. Something's got to go. Garbage. I did, yeah. I did go to Yale. <laughs> and, like, I mean, hung out. I hung out at Yale. I said the aisle, but I'm so glad that you said Yale. <laughs> that yeah. makes me even happier. Uh, I like it. Let's move on. Yeah. I was just trying to think. Eh, it doesn't matter. No, this matters. <laughs> the Offer is the next trailer. Yeah. Uh, this is about, uh, I don't know, some movie. This is the Paramount Plus limited series about the making of The Godfather. Oh, it's Paramount Plus. That uh-huh. that actually explains <laughs> more of this to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, why do, wait, why does that explain more to you? Well, f- forgive me. Wasn't The Godfather a Paramount movie? Yes. That, oh, yeah. yeah, that checks yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, so it's, you know... Paramount's it, like a character in this series. Right, right. So it's them sort of trying to drum up interest about their studio and, like, the history of it. And They're also... I, we talked about this last time. They're making a movie version of this same plot. Yes, with they are. To- a completely different cast and crew uh, with Oscar Isaac as... Um, as Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola, there we go. Yeah. 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 I still prefer this idea to... Uh, Space Jam 2 if I have to watch movies and television about the studio itself. Yeah. Right. I, there's, a, what, there's, a, there's an actual really interesting story behind the making of The Godfather. So there's, I think this has merit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is okay. what I was saying is that I said this last time and I'm not, I don't want to repeat myself too much, but the story of the making do, feels like it's perfect for a film and not a series. I think they're going to stretch a bit for this. I think they're going to have to vamp. Was uh, the mob this... involved in this story? Uh-huh. The, okay. the mob right. had to be, they had to meet with them. They had okay. to get approval. They had to use, uh, the mob was like involved. Yeah. All Giovanni right. Ribisi is right there yeah, doing yeah. everything. I, now, everything. I, I saw that and I was like, okay, I get it. He's a mobster. Did he but get like, his own penguin suit? Is that what that is? Oh, didn't he? I don't know. Is, oh. that a pe- is that a penguin suit or did he make himself that shape? Because he's, it's incredible either way. He's winning my heart. Yeah. Is the idea that he's like the inspiration for Marlon Brando? Is that the idea? No. Mm, I doubt that. Wow. No, I, he's just, I, he's a real life guy. He's, just, <laughs> he's just, like. No, no. What I mean is that Marlon Brando's character in The Godfather. Is that a real life guy? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm saying, is this real life person the inspiration for that character or something? Because well, they, they're both like silly little violent fucks, uh, and he's Giovanni Ribisi is just doing a thing where he's like mumbling. I don't know. I love it. I love everything he's doing. Right, Giovanni Ribisi watch... is like acting like he missed out on a role in House of Gucci, and he's trying to make up for it. Right. He... I I want eight seasons just on him. I do too. Uh, hey, this is the exact place where his histor like the historical aspect should be thrown right out. Like, how fucking thrilled would you be if, like, middle of this series, they just start making up shit? I mean, and you're like, wait, right? That'd be amazing. 
it's hard. I would appreciate that more than like, it is weird to see Paramount making a movie about how brave it was that they made right. a movie. Come on. Uh, and so like, they might as well just have them fight monsters at some point. Yeah. Well, uh, they should in, do that. In fairness, Paramount's a bunch of fucking assholes in this story. And I That's think, good. I sure. think they, they sort of hint at it in, in the trailer. You see Robert Evans get fired. Um, and how like the studio didn't believe in the project and they didn't want, they didn't want him to hire Al Pacino. They didn't, it was, it's, it was a pretty famous story of like the studio being completely fucking wrong about every single decision. That's Robert Evans had to fight for a few films. I remember that he fought for Rosemary's baby as well. I'm pretty sure. They're still they're still doing the Mr. McMahon thing. Yeah, of course. You know, which is like they're playing the villain and <laughs> laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Uh so like I don't they don't get any points from me since they decided to tell their story. <laughs> like I don't care if they play the villains in it. You know, congratulations. I mean, at least it's it's at least it's better than something like saving Mr. Banks where it they is. Totally. sanitized it and they're like, Well, you know, it's totally just, yeah. <laughs> God, I totally. still haven't seen that movie. That movie looks like a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. It, it looks, looks like, uh, yeah. It just looks boring. I think it looks boring more than anything else. It's like, why do I care about this? Even Because like, like, I already know what happened. I know what happened. A movie was made, and I liked that movie. Right. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I, I just, this sounds really condescending, and I'm sorry. It just seems like, like, this is the lowest stakes thing you can make a movie about or a TV show about, right? And about the making of a movie that everybody likes? I think it yeah, depends. That's fair. I mean, uh, you've seen Living in Oblivion, right, Adam? Uh, I don't think I have. Ooh, seen right, living in that's oblivion. Two things you're trading me, Dave. That's so live, living in, in oblivion. Steve Buscemi um, is plays a director, and the entire 90 minute movie is about an indie crew trying to shoot a single shot. Oh no, I've seen this right, and like okay, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like got a bunch of people in the 90s are like, oh my god, they're so young. I don't right? remember how good the movie is, but that premise is beautiful to me yeah. is the idea of an indie film just trying to film like one shot just trying to get a shot done i think that's great um so like, it, i think it depends but you're right is like that's a fictional movie about people making a movie about like the real life story of making a movie i don't know it it does depend i love documentaries about that you because, know because you are a cinephile and like I just worry, like, this is the kind of stuff, it's like, I don't want movies and filmmakers to be the stars of movies and filmmakers. Well, like, I guess I, I mean, I love, I don't like, Heart of, Heart of Darkness, or, um... Sure. Shit, when there's the a Dr. crazy Moreau story. One? Right. Yeah. I get it. Oh. And this, Lost and soul. according... Lost Soul. According to Tom, that's what this is. So I can accept that. I just would say, I think, since we know we're going to get more of these, these kinds of things, like, yeah. you know, to drum up interest in subscriptions and all that stuff... Uh, they're going to go back to their old properties. I think we should like jump a couple of steps forward and start fictionalizing it because then we're at least getting fun. They're getting fun stories. You right. know, like, and, and like, who cares See, if my, it's well told? My argument is they are fictionalizing it anyway. That's what I mean. Not about, like, I, Not like I feel like they're going to stretch. Like, I, I do feel like there's going to be some moments in this where they'll make the mob seem more dangerous than they actually were at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they'll make it seem like, oh, this they, they were going to kill them, you know, stuff like that. Like, I do think they're going to dramatize the shit out of it uh, to make it seem heavier. So, yeah, in that regard, like, if there isn't 
you know, like at that, if they are doing stuff like that, it's like, yeah, then aliens show up, I guess. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I, that's where I want this to go is like, not specifically aliens, but like, you know, it turns out there were two Al Pacinos and they had to kill one in order to get, keep yeah, them quiet about it's the, the prestige, but Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I know that sounds like, like, like a fuck off idea. I really don't think it is. I really think that it would make these kinds of projects much more fun. Because we would still get the thing that they want out of it, which is us remembering a really cool piece of IP and being and maybe going back and watching it, but also get a new take on stuff and sort of not be so uh, reverent toward it in a way that's like, let me care as much as I care about The Godfather. See, you know? a movie that comes to mind is Ed Wood, is I think that's it done right, right? Like yeah. Ed Wood did... did, Ed Wood did Changed some stuff, but the main thing is that they treated it like an Ed Wood movie. They treated it like an Ed Wood movie, yeah. And, and that's and, such a creative way of doing that. Yeah, and it is It is a lot of it is fictionalized, yeah. Yeah. And uh, people love that movie. It's you know, a great like, movie. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> great fucking movie. Yeah, I, yeah, or like even Adaptation, I think, uh, which I know is not Ooh. about a specific thing, but ad- <laughs> I mean, Adaptation <laughs> is, a, is a work of art. I love and adaptation. Me too. It's a work of art in both the writing and the directing. And I, I understand it takes Charlie Kaufman to do that. But like, hey, maybe we could find more Charlie Kaufmans out there if right. we were willing that's, to try. That's my that's the risk of what you're saying is like the only person who's doing what you're describing is Tarantino. And I really don't want like 10 more Tarantinos, um, you know, or people trying to do that. So, like, it could get obnoxious if not done well or for the right stories, I think. I think like, it, I do think there's value here in just watching a dramatized making of The Godfather. Like, I do, I do, I am excited for this. Okay. I want to I see people do these crazy voices and this, this old Hollywood story and Paramount mm-hmm. suck itself off. Like, I don't mind that. I'm, I know what it is and I'm still going to enjoy it. But I think there's value in what you're saying for sure. It, like they picked the right movie for me to have to say, sure, it is The Godfather, and I and I believe Tom when he says there's a great story. But in 20 years, when it's like, and now we're gonna do French Connection too, you know, because that had a story. It's like, man, I like I'm gonna wish we had a time fucking machine to go back and fix this and make you this trend what? something more fun. I would well, really watch a French Connection too. <laughs> I would watch a yeah, making Tom, of like Jaws too. That oh I was about to God. say. Here's the other thing that needs to happen more. I want the making of Super Mario of, Brothers. Yeah, I want the making of bad movies. <laughs> yeah, because those are objectively more interesting. Ed as Wood, we saw, right. The Disaster Artist is one of those movies where it's like, man, they dramatize some stuff, but not as much as you think. You know, like it's it's that is more valuable, I think, um, of a story is like Bob Hoskins getting drunk every day on the set of Mario Brothers and breaking his hand. And like, yeah, the disaster that was that movie, I would much rather see something about that. Because you don't... So again, I think that betrays that we don't have the kind of reverence for this, for for like a movie that this project is probably going to ask of us to watch a fictionalized making of. Like, I think that it would be better for these kinds of movies to exist if they were about things where we didn't revere it so that they had more leeway to tell a fun yeah. story. You know? Uh, I mean, not that anybody's going to be... Not that most of us are going to be fact-checking, like, uh, this series right. made up that mafia character. It's like, yeah, it's a TV show, man. What do you want? I think it's... Yeah, I think it's mostly just weird that Hollywood suddenly had a hard-on for this one story. 
I don't know what's going on there, but they're doing a, you know. It's Paramount Plus, right? It's got right, it's, No, it's the fact that it's this and the other movie. There's, there's, like, a, it's there's that, a movie version coming out too, yeah. Oh, I see. It's, that, it's the Volcano Deep Impact thing. It's, or sorry, uh, Armageddon Deep Impact, uh, where it happens, you know. It's just such a weirdly specific thing. It might be the Tiger King situation, right? Where it's like, let's get every fucking dime we can off this IP that's popular right now. <laughs> Although I don't know why it'd be Godfather. Uh, the, the anniversary is coming up too, or did that it already must, just happen? The, yeah. uh, it, it, no, it's seventy-two, so it's this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably that's, why. That's probably why. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did watch the second season of Tiger King. Uh, I did. Not. I did. I, yeah. I, fucking I didn't watch any that. of it. I watched it. Uh, things got sadder, you know, spoilers. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Indeed. Oh boy. Uh, things got sadder. Uh, right. yeah. Just, well, let's just let everyone know. <laughs> well, uh, all right. We yeah. Got... It's, t- it's time, time to take us to a little place, Dave, where the, all right, where the crawdads sing. Oh my so God. I, <laughs> well, let me, let me say, I Googled it. Crawdads do sing. They have mating calls. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and they, how would you from, describe their mating calls? From okay, I so I could only find people doing impressions of them. Great, uh, and they sounded nice. Uh, I was hoping it would be like right because yeah. of course like, like, it should like, be like, that. Like, it should yeah. be. Have you seen a crawdad? Yeah. Yeah. Or it just like sounds exactly like a guar song, like right. with the instruments. Or right. uh, it, uh, it just sounds like a human man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I like hey. you. <laughs> oh yeah, that is oh You're man, sh- show tuny a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just the fucking WB frog. Oh yeah, uh, sure. There's this, really um, no wrong answer. If you, no, like, they're you know all I mean? correct. There's all no correct. wrong answer here. Yeah. It, this is a hilarious title because, uh, yeah, it is something that it's just like you hear it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe in certain areas of the country, this is just a thing that people know, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, me being like a city boy northerner, I was like, the fuck? Yeah, it was not uh, an inviting title. Like, it wasn't yeah. like uh, The Whisper of the Willow or something that's like, oh, that has a feeling to it. Right. This felt this more is... like a trivia thing I didn't know. Right. So this is a movie, right? Yeah, this is a motion yeah. picture. Yeah, this this is, felt uh, like this felt like a fucking series. Ah, man, they were crowing about how it's exclusive to theaters. Look, it's based on a best-selling novel, Dave. A worldwide phenomenon. Right. The I love. Okay, right. so that I love it whenever a film says based on the worldwide phenomenon novel because it's always a novel I've never heard of. Right. Of course, that's why yeah. they need to add right. adjectives it's, to right. it. Yeah, it's always a young adult novel that sold five million copies. Yeah. Or I also just, I don't read, so I always think like, eh, if I was like a book junkie, I'd know what this is, I guess. I'll put it to you this way, Dave. Nobody needed to like, the worldwide phenomenon Harry Potter novels. Like, right. Nobody needed to say that. It's like, I it's know just, about those. Yeah. You know? I like when the Hunger Games came out, I was like, I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Like, I okay. I don't I don't know any books. Okay, uh, so you're really really yeah, yeah, anti book. I I've I told this story. I didn't thing. know what Lord of the Rings was when what? the movies came out. What? I've already told the story. I was very excited that my one of my favorite horror directors was making movies again because it had been five years, and I told my friend who was like a big nerd uh, what the movie was, and I was like, "Have you? I don't know what that is." And he got just as upset as you did. I'm not, just not upset, now. just shocked. That yeah, is I shocking. I, I don't read. I don't read. 
I watch yeah. movies. It is, le- right. it is legitimately hard to believe. <laughs> I watch movies. Yeah. Anyway. That's so like if they been... made a movie called Crime and Punishment. You're like, there's a book about that? It's like, oh, yeah, I man. Have... Crime and Punishment? Yeah. That's a book. I read that, actually. I think I of read the first half did. of Crime and Punishment. <laughs> Everyone's read that. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I have uh, not. You I, I, I read the first half nope. and then I said, I can do the book report. And I did. And it's I got a wonderful. Good it's a wonderful novel, I think. Still, I think it's still a wonderful All right, let's novel. Talk, let's talk about where the crawdads is. I'm sorry. Though. I apologize. <laughs> Speaking of crime. Uh, wait, so. Uh, uh, so this is a lady who like killed a guy. And then everybody is like, we don't like that lady. Okay, and I'm like, well, he did kill a guy. Well, but she okay. probably had a good reason. Did she kill him? It's is unclear. It's did. unclear. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. So she's a uh, this outcast in the in the bayou in the deep south. Uh, it looks like it's a t- it looks like a period piece. Uh, yeah. gr- grew Again. up in the marsh. She gets shunned by the community because she's the marsh girl. But then two himbos, two swooning himbos, are just starstruck by her. One of these himbos, it would appear, ends up dead. Although it's not really clear who's been killed. Somebody yeah. ends up dead. The town who already didn't like her dislikes her even more. She's on the run cutting through the swamp in a john boat uh in one scene um it's i'm i sound dismissive i can't wait to watch this yeah Uh, it could be it it could be good it's it's one it's one courtrooms like drama sex mm -hmm. segment away from being my favorite movie right it's Uh, a courtroom drama away from being like the gift sam raimi's the gift Well, and, it's, uh, it's it's also a, an Edward Norton primal fear twist away from being my favorite movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is like she's it, a real psychopath. It's like oh shit, maybe that's that it. Maybe that's it. It that reeks of '90s thriller. Yeah, also, it does. so yeah. this was another thing I didn't quite understand. Is, was she raised like feral in the marsh? It maybe. Okay, because everybody's un- like it, she's. It looks like she like grew up in like because it looks like she either ran away from home or her parents died and. She There's ends up a, with another family. Like this, this girl has a fucking wild life before right. the movie even begins. It that's might be a was... making a murderer thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because uh, that's that's the story of a town hating a hating a group of people that are right. The that's less, why I, the lessers. You know. Yeah, it's why I said was this a series? Because it feels like too much movie. It feels like six movies, uh, in one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I I think that's us being trained by these long, you know, deep explorations of a murder. Right. It could very easily be a feature. The premise itself yeah. is like, sure, it's a feature. I get it. I just want to know about her marsh upbringing and why. Yeah, everybody's like, she's a marsh girl, and I was like, is that a thing, or is it like, is that like a, you know, like in these areas, are they like, oh, that's a marsh marsh girl. We don't like her. Right. Or is that like just in this particular. Is, I, 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 is that I a swear word outside movie. of Georgia? Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't figure it out, and I'm so excited to learn. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tom, yeah, have you uh, just brief, brief, brief tangent? Very brief, Tom. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you fought a, have you fought a crawdad, Neldon Ray? Have you done that? Have I fought a crawdad? I've been killed by a few. They are fucking horrifying. They are uh, real, real tough. They are real tough. Real tough. They, I don't. They don't do hear much singing. Don't, sing. don't do much singing. Don't do much singing. Please tell me they're like. They're not. Please tell me they're regular size. No, no. they're the size yeah. of, of a fucking not. yard. They're yeah. huge. Yeah, they're huge, and yeah. they stab you very fast, like the way that you would stab like an animal that was growling at you, and right. like I, it was you or them. That's that's the way they kill you. Like, bap, 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 bap. You're like oh, and they damn. don't sing. 
They don't sing. As far they have not attempted to sing to me. No, they're like the size of a church bus, and they don't <laughs> sing. They squirt water at you, and then they stab at you with their mighty claws. I swung at one because I was like, "Ah, eh, this thing's probably like big to scare me, but it's probably nothing." Boy, was it not nothing! Uh, <laughs> it came at me full fucking steam. I was like, "Oh shit!" It was pretty good. Pretty good. Dave, get Elden Ring. I'll tell no. you what. I'll watch those movies if you get Elden Ring. There's our trade. Okay. Yeah. If I get we've hit, we've hit it Elden Ring and, and play Elden Ring. That wasn't the deal, Adam. We didn't shake hands. There's no monkey paw shit here, Dave. Mm, that's that that wasn't the deal. <laughs> All right. You I'm ready get. to move on, Tom. Are you ready? Yeah, let's <laughs> move, on. move on. All right. Well, we got some news stories, but first we gotta thank some patrons. Big thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Mm. Thank you to Steven. Mm. Steven. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Tyrodorus Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank, Thank you to Manny Shevitz Moltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you, Pete. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. And thank you to pre-order Jason Pargin's new book. Pre-orders are super important. Thank you. Thank it's you. true. All right. So uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer film uh, about the making of the atomic bomb just continues right. to pull in more white dudes. Yeah, um, but finally, finally we got a, a white dude that I'm excited about. Yeah, Cuffs star Tony Goldwyn. Yep. Big news, folks. We got a movie finally. Star of Friday the 13th Part 6. I was going to say, six. yeah, he, wasn't, he a, wasn't he a Jason boy? Yeah, he was, right? Yeah. 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 He gets killed yeah. into Jason. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ghosts everybody Tony Goldwyn. This. Yeah, this, uh, I, I was, you know, I was being humorous, uh, by saying more white men because uh, there is, is a lot of white honky. dudes. There's a lot of it's honkies. Honky. So there's, there's a lot pretty, of fucking people in it. There's just a lot of people in this movie. It's a huge cast. Uh, like and it's kind of an bomb. awesome cast, too. It is. They, they, they're just like dripping talent. Like the atomic bomb is going to be played by the entire Thin Red Line cast. Just, yeah, like, that would just be fucking awesome. blowing celebrities much, yeah. up into pieces. It's amazing. Yeah, it's got uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, Ooh. Josh yes. Hartnett. He, we're having a little renaissance they're, they're with Josh. Casting a wide honky net to, yeah. to, to catch them a Josh Hartnett. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I feel like that's really more of a deep sea fishing expedition because he's been, where yeah. is he, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you got to dedicate a day and, and buy like equipment to go track <laughs> Josh Hartnett. People yeah. are looking at handheld meters a whole yeah. lot to get he's him. He's down in Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... He's I, been a I'm, sea king for the past 15 years. <laughs> I love it. I'm so curious about this only because I I would think there's... Uh, so it's a Oppenheimer movie, right? Right. It's a biopic. Most Christopher Nolan films, it, I dare I say all of them, have some action or sci-fi element, Right. I mean, yeah. Um, Pretty, except for maybe Memento. Memento. Memento has, has like, action. A, sort a of. Little, a little bit. A very little it's, bit. Yeah, but it also has like, I mean, it's 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 got, it's it's a it's a thriller. You it's know, a thriller, he's like a yeah. detective. 
this is just the the most normal sounding or like uh subdued like is this just gonna be people walking around that's true i think this might be kind of the first straightforward trauma that he's right, done because well let Dun- me tell you dunkirk is is fairly straightforward yeah, but, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a war, war film, it's war though. though it's action but it's straightforward it's not it's you straightforward know. what yeah. i'm saying is that is this just people talking because let me tell you that's not his strongest uh you know suit. no dave one might one in fact one might say it's his <laughs> weakest uh aspect right and i actually would commend him for that if yeah. he if he sticks to that I don't want to see no fucking action scenes. I don't want to see war or like, you know, like if it's just Christopher Nolan being like, you don't want to see like, you don't want to see Oppenheimer shooting guns backwards. No, no, I do not. You sure Um, about that? You sure about that? I'm not entirely sure. That's what I I was going to say. You sound a little like going back to what you were saying about these biopics and historical things. Yeah, maybe. I mean. What if this all takes place in like a in like Cillian Murphy as Oppenheimer, like he's dreaming the whole time? That would be fun. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. If yeah. we learn that he's just trying to break up his father's business, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's just that's interesting to me that he would take that on. I think that uh, Christopher Nolan probably always feels like he wants to prove something with every film that he makes. Yeah, and it, I mean, I. Contrary to what you guys said, I think that Christopher Nolan can do really great talking scenes when he's not he hasn't overwritten a script that he has to condense into two and a half hour movie. That's his yeah, problem. Yeah, that's fair. And like so he's made some movies one that he didn't write or early in his career that had great scenes. Uh like Insomniac has some great scenes in it, and uh Memento has some great scenes. And his first movie, Hard Eight, that has some great scenes in it, right? Uh, isn't it, is, didn't he do Hard Eight? I think he did, right? Or did I, am I, I get no? People I think his first one is Following. Oh, Following. Excuse me. Yes, I no, I got him crossed. Uh, he can do it. Is the point? Right. Uh, he can't do it, but he never has to because he's too busy explaining these incredible premises, right? Right. So yeah, maybe this is. I think we'll he wants to prove it. To shine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think How he many, also um, probably wants a statue, right? Like at some oh, point, yeah. I'm sure he wants. Yeah, he he lusts for that statue. How many uh, nukes do you think he'll set off for the production? At least two. He loves he'll the de- practical he'll de- effects. He'll, he'll destroy an IMAX camera in the process. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, it, it'll be like the sabotage music video, but for but with nukes. Yeah, exactly. Just be running around blasting <laughs> it apart. <laughs> yeah, the nuke, the, all the nukes. The nuke has a mustache. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know? Yeah. Uh, next, I guess, news. We just should talk about this Ghostbusters game. Yeah. It's from the maker of Predator and Friday the 13th games. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah, and it's a 4v1. You get to be the ghost or you get to be a Ghostbuster. And I don't know about you, gents, but that sounds exciting. It's our destiny to download this and play it three times and then for you to ruin it for everybody, Dave. Yes. <laughs> That's what's oh, going to happen. Thank you. That is what's going to happen. Because I'm so good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. But I mean, I don't man, know. This, yeah, go this ahead. feels more like Friday the 13th, which was very much my jam. Uh, yeah. We got a lot of mileage out of that Friday the 13th. It was yeah, great. We did. I want to play it game. again right now. Sure. Um, let's let's yeah, do it. I'm let's in. set up a night. Let's set I'm up in. a night. Yeah. For real, I would do that. For yes, real. Yeah, no, we'll I'm, I am also serious. <laughs> I also, to it. I also kind of like that Predator game. I don't know why we abandoned. I it, liked, so. I liked it as well. But yeah, it just didn't. 
it wasn't quite as good as Jason. There, yeah, but they're all very good. Isn't and is this the same company making the Texas Chainsaw? Yes, one? they are making a, yeah. a oh. Texas Chainsaw as well. I absolutely oh. love that now. Just properties are going to these people, or they're going to properties, well, they and they're just casting this wide so well yeah. with Fr- the Friday Thirteenth game. Which, if you you haven't played, my God, <laughs> it's so it's, it's so much fun. Game. It's so, so the one, it, but I was just going to say the. It's not only that it's a really fun and, and really well done game. It's just on top of that they are completely like understood the source material there's so much like the game is really dense in terms Filled of with like easter eggs yeah. yeah yeah just in terms of how clearly much that they loved the source it's material. made lovingly yes yeah, it's, yeah. it's very yes. lovingly made it's the, it's the movies like you go yeah. there and you're like oh these are the locations from the movies for whether or not you even give a shit they gave a shit uh my impression like again i love i love that game friday the 13th my biggest like thought of it is like imagine if someone gave them more money. Yeah, and so like something like a Ghostbusters game, it's like ooh, like cl- they must get more money for this, right? Like because that's the only downfall of the Friday the Thirteenth game. It's if it's kind of clunky, right? I love it and I love the clunkiness, but it is a clunky game. If it well, it, it fits with the way Jason is, like specifically yes. that character. My only thing. The only thing that worried me about this when I read it is that it was intentionally being made to be family friendly. So like, well, like that's well, I mean, isn't Ghostbusters relatively family friendly? Relatively, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that means we're probably not going to get to play Stay Puft or Gozer or something, you know, which is what I would want to do. Oh, I think you will. I think well, I, I, I don't think that, so. When I, I read well, it. I would say because of the gameplay, you might not be able to. Because I don't think Stay Puft can be like, you'd have to shrink them down. But it's not like Stay Puft has like a big dick, like a big Mickey Mouse dick or anything. He could. He could, but. I mean, he does have one, but we just didn't shoot it in the movie. I I think it'll just be the level of the movies. You know, like the movies are as family friendly as. I think you're remembering them a little more sanitized than they are. I mean, at least the first one. Well, yeah, the second one is. yeah, that's the, when they made the kid angle. The ghosts are still pretty gnarly, though. Like I really, the Ghostbusters has such a unique look for yeah. its ghosts. Yeah, I'm guessing they'll all kind of be Slimer esque. I mean, um, yeah. the, the I guess I'm, I'm just okay with that. Is very Slimery. Uh, it's fine. It's just that, like, that the fun thing about Jason and Predator is that both of those guys are terrifying. Yeah, and right? like the so, kills like, and stuff. It's, yeah, it's great. That's the, that's the thing is this just isn't the the property for that. Like there'll be that Texas Chainsaw Massacre one for when we want that. But I think I I don't mind this being family friendly because yeah, I don't need to see Slimer tear someone's arms off. You know, that's just not there. Are, the game. I, well, it could be there. Are, there are four playable ghosts, including Slimer, so far confirmed. So. Uh, I and by the way, I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna play it. I'm not saying of I course. don't want to do it. I'm just being like as objective as I can be about the article, right? Uh, I think that I think the blood and gore stuff adds a lot to these games. Yeah, but so I, we'll Ghostbusters see. doesn't have blood and gore. I I, I understand that. I'm not yeah. saying that it because it needs it to be Ghostbusters. I'm saying it's possible Ghostbusters might not be as fun as Predator. Oh. And, Friday 13th. Yeah, or Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can can see it being a different... I don't know. They've been playing with... There's another game out there that people have been streaming. They've been playing with this 
for a while where I think you can also possess objects. Uh, and that's the thing, like, if you remember Witchet, I think it was called. Yes. Um, there's another game like that where you, you're a, you're a villain hunting. It looked really confusing in the stream. It was like, it was like teenagers that could also turn into objects and then you're, you're a monster. It's like dead by daylight. But so like, that's clearly a thing they want to do like in gaming in general, because they saw that that's a device that really works. So it's going to be in this too. And I could see this actually making the most sense, like out of all the movie or the games that's done it. Like I think Witchet was fun, but it was too hard or rather it was too easy to hide as an object, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all in, uh, can't wait to play it. Can't wait for Tom to flip out and get angry at you, Dave. Just what yeah. a thrill that'll be. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll can't be a good wait. time. It'll be a great time. Uh, Hey, you folks see this deleted scene from the Batman? The Batman deleted scene featuring the Joker. Did he not not sound like the I'm a Joker baby Of course he did. Of course he did. He's doing the voice. He's doing the guy's voice. I'm a Joker baby. It was amazing. I was like, you're doing the voice. That guy is now- You're doing it, Stevie. Yeah, that guy is now like doing a relevant impression of the Joker. Yeah, retroactively. Congratulations to him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's it's whatever. It's a very silly scene. It seems like it was filmed to be cut from the movie. Yes, it definitely seems like that. Yeah. They like I why would we need Hannibal the, the yeah, Hannibal why would we Joker, need Joker to be his Hannibal like the whole point Honestly, of the movie is like though, Batman's just starting out, so why would he like I came to you, Joker, to see if you had any thoughts on this serial killer? It's like, no, that's not what this yeah, movie I, was. I would watch that. Sure, of course I would Sons watch that. Sounds of the Limbs with Batman and the Joker. I'm just saying I can see why this scene was cut from that movie. Yes. They wanted to yeah, they wanted oh, to no, show totally. us here's our Joker. I think they I, I get the feeling like maybe they just wanted to get it out of the way. Yeah, you know, like, I mean they show him, you know, spoilers. They the this isn't the only scene with the Joker. It's just he's they in the do end, they, yeah. yeah, they use him very briefly. And that is a better use of him, I thought, because that's like treated like a reveal. And it's like if you had had this scene, uh, that seems weird. Uh, we, people to have would be this mad scene at it, and then do the reveal. People would have been mad at it. It's it's ridiculous to have a scene with a character and then intentionally have out of focus for like five minutes. That's ridiculous. You know, well, what yeah, I mean? they're it's withholding. Like, they're, yeah, they're yeah. trying to withhold him. That said, I I really like the performance of the Joker in this. Um, yeah, it, it's. Like I yeah I'll t- I'll I'll do a whole movie about this guy you know like just uh yeah this is weird it's a weird tease I feel like we're not going to get the Joker in the next movie I feel like that's kind of what this really is for if is, they know it's good for them they might not yeah yeah I think like they put the Joker out there so we know what that is and then it's like yeah he's not he's in jail he's not in the next movie and then we bring him out when there's no more when we don't need the hype for it. I wouldn't you mind, know? okay, I know it's literally Silence of the Lambs, but I wouldn't mind the next film to be this, but, like, written better, and then J- Joker gets out at the end. It's also Arkham Knight, by the way. Yeah. Like, like uh, you know. Yeah, and that's all, I again, it's all fine with me. I, I The real reason to me to cut this, that's not even the politics of the Joker, is that it makes him look like a bad detective. Yeah, it doesn't you know? fit with the it doesn't fit with the character that was shown in the movie. It kind of yes, it's because, just well, this, yeah. it's weird. Like I can't imagine at what point in the story he would have done this. It's just weird, right? Because there's nothing connecting the Riddler 
So like he is literally going to the Joker and being like, do you have any ideas? You know who like, he is? I, I'm and then the ideas. Joker just yeah. laughs at him and calls him calls him a, a you know a penis, and yeah. then he leaves. And it's like, well, that was useless. Yeah. So, like he should leave and go. Well, I don't know why I did that. Did he get like bathed in acid or something? Like, is there a comic tradition yeah. he comes from? Is that what? Yeah, he, fall, that what he falls in chemicals, and that's what stains his skin. Yeah, oh. and it looks like they're really taking that to heart this time. Oh, that is a cool decision. Then also, it's uh, yeah. It's also part of it, maybe like you see in the in the scene, like his his fingers and fingernails are bloody. So we yeah. don't know how much of that is scarring and how much he's right. just like ripping at his hair and his skin. But I do really love that they're like, so the Joker's a man who falls in acid that turned him white, and they just look at that and they're like, oh, better idea. Yeah. Let's just have him look like a guy who fell in acid. Yeah. Bam. Hey, <laughs> uh, hey can I can I uh, give a little insight into the Batman very briefly? Because we haven't talked about that. Just very briefly. Very briefly. Very briefly. Very briefly. Yeah, sure. Ba- best Batman movie, I think. I think it's the best uh, Batman movie. I would probably agree. Yeah, I didn't like I, the last 30 minutes, but but Dave, you were right on. It was a movie that should have been about why there shouldn't be a Batman. Uh, that's completely what it was setting up, and then it kind of went back to base in the last 30 minutes, and I didn't like that, but it was fantastic up to that point, I thought. Yeah, I've been thinking about it ever since I saw it, and that's a sign of a good movie, you know? I, I, it's like until great. I see a next good movie, um, right now, it's I keep still being like random people being like, you see the Batman? <laughs> Like, it's, pretty fun, it's pretty fun good yeah, movie. It's, good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It, it confirms what made Batman great in the first place, which is not the origin story and not the suit and not the, you know, the nipples. Gotham. Not even the nipples, which added, but didn't added make a lot. the man. Added so added much. a lot. Didn't make the man. It's that he was a detective uh, who was obsessive, like an obsessive detective, and we've never done that story, and they finally did it, and it's like, oh, this is everything I wanted Batman to be. Love yeah. it. Yeah. It was awesome. Yep. Yep, yep, that's all. No, no, thank you. Glad yeah. to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I really liked it. I was, yeah. I was, and I, you know, I don't like action movies or uh, uh, superhero movies. I don't like them generally. Loved this thoroughly. Yeah, it's it. great. It was fantastic. All right, good job. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, let's name some more producers, Dave. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, big thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank Ooh. you very much. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Oh, yeah, thank you do. to Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist How. Mm. Thank mm. you to Vincent. Sure. Thank you to Rev MD. Mm. Thank <laughs> you to Lauren Gucci. Thank mm. you to Bootler Bootleson. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Tux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you. All right. Let me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. Thank you. Sure. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Oh, Thank he's you. so beautiful. Thank you to Andrew Follow Marina on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Yeah, do Thank that. you. Yeah, do yeah. that. Do those things. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Mm. Thank you. Oh, Thank yeah. you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. That should be one of the ghosts you should be able to play as in Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, I should also be able to summon him in Elden Ring. Continue. <laughs> yes, yeah. Get the, uh, the the Dave Thomas Ash. Have you have you tried Wendy's? And then like the fucking lobster <laughs> shrieks in fear. Yeah. Throwing double stacks at him. Uh, thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. Thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah. to Funky J. Thank mm. you. And thank you to P-Guy. 
Thank you. I'm just kidding. It's Pie Guy. All right. Ooh. Tom. Uh, hey, wait, wait. Dave, since when did you start uh, James Hetfielding these names, by the way? Is this, that like your new this bit? This episode. Just this yeah, episode. You're just going to metallic all these names? I mean, uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I just wanted to it was good. I thought so, yeah. Yeah. Tom. Ricky Cilantro. Yeah. It was. Tom. Yeah. Tom, cut mm-hmm. the shit. Yeah. Do you have a movie that deserves more hype? Uh. No. Oh. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right. Mm. I what do. If, what about you, Feel, Dave? I do. I Feels didn't realize it was show and tell today. Feels yeah. bad being no butted, doesn't it, Dave? Feels pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> no, it, it's, I, no, it's I like fine. It. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait, wait. I do have a movie that deserves more hype. Cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> Cuffs. I caught the very Cuffs. end of that. At your, uh, I, yeah, I jumped you in. I was like, "This is a nightmare." <laughs> this is, oh my you should have stayed. You should have stayed for all the cups. Cuffs is Adam. a genuine nightmare of a film. <laughs> I really love it. bad. I fucking love cups. Really yeah. upsetting. Um, no, I want to tell you guys about Stanleyville. Please do. I'm um, I'm I'm very curious about this film. Uh, it's coming out in spring. It do, I don't know when yet. Um, this could go in a lot of ways. Like I'm not. I'm not completely sold on it, but boy, is it weird. Uh, it, the, the, the RogerEbert.com described it as Samuel Beckett to Wes Anderson to Cube as like uh, its inspiration. It's um, about a woman who this like gets approached on the street asking if she wants to w- like do a competition. The prize apparently is a car. She goes to participate and it's just a room. And the whole most of the movie takes place in a room where it's just a bunch of weirdos. Like it feels like it could have been a play. Uh, and like they start doing challenges. The first one is just blowing up balloons. And then the challenges get much weirder. And in fact, as implied by the reviews, definitely involve people dying. Um, but it's like also being described as not that heavy of a film and like kind of, like kind of a comedy or a weird like a, a, a weird film i don't know what do you guys think of this trailer it's fucking i don't it's, know it's interesting it's real surreal yeah it's, it's, uh, it reminded me of like something from the 90s you'd see yeah it had it, it looked a little like something from the 90s like visually I, yeah to me this seems like an exercise in style and the substance of it impossible to say could be yeah. great could be horrible if right. if uh, if the name Yorgos was at the end of it, I'd say this is going to be a masterpiece. You know, right? That's exactly what I'm thinking. It's this first. It's their the director's first movie, besides some shorts, and it really is that much like those weird '90s movies. I'm like, this could either be a masterpiece or it could really fucking annoy me. I think we you just know? need a we need a name for this phenomenon, like this aesthetic, which is first time director doing a surreal twee thing. Like, I don't know yeah. what you want to call it, like psycho quirk, just right, something like it's, that. It's not entirely twee. Like, it doesn't look that twee. Oh, but it, is, it looks pretty twee. Well, I was going to say it is twee. Like, it counts as twee. It's just um, it, it's it's again, it's more like nostalgic twee to me. It feels more like a movie that I'd like get at my indie video store and pop in. Um, and and again, it even looks like it was shot on like film. Yeah, this uh, is this is like you found a cast full of people who aren't celebrities who are in some cases odd looking in one way or the other, and then you put them in a crazy situation and let them be weird. Right. Right. That's well, what the it main looks character like. she's, uh, she's I, from well, uh, Good Night Mommy. Good Night Mommy. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. she's been in some weird stuff. 
I don't know. I recognize a few of the people from just various things. But yeah, again, that's why I'm like, it deserves more hype because it looks really fucking weird and unique. Um, I just don't know, you know, I just don't, I haven't seen it. It's right. Like, um, that, it's it's like getting that, good uh, enough reviews, but it's not getting many reviews right now. It's got like three reviews. So that's, we don't have, we have no idea how good or bad. Yeah, exactly. no idea. It, I, what Adam said, I hadn't thought of it, but that was like, it was in the back of my mind. I couldn't quite put it into words, but yeah, it does feel like it could be one of those that part of that something that's similar to that wave of the of indie movies we got in the in the mid 90s and there was a lot like dave like pool hall junkies where it's yeah. just like uh, oh. somebody trying to really really hard to make a, a splashy debut with their style and not necessarily with substance exactly but- and i would argue that's what the lobster was even though that wasn't a first film uh i disagree i know that. i know but like, have you seen his first film, by the way, Yorgos's? Which one is that? It's Dogtooth, I believe, and it's incredible. I don't think I saw the first one. Oh, it's something to see. Uh, but if everybody's gonna yeah. watch it, you need to know it's fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. I haven't watched any Yorgos because of yeah. Because I love him, to... I love him enough for both of us. <laughs> is that no, it's, I, I don't know. So I keep yeah, hearing I, that about him, like killing of a sacred deer. I'm like. Mm. Dude, I he's I I he's exciting to me as Pedro. I liked Amadou the Bart. favorite. I liked the favorite. Yeah, that was great. Um, but I thought great the film. lobster was just. Tr- uh, we don't have to talk about the yeah, lobster. Yeah, we, we did this before. I thought uh, the lobster was twee. It was the the. It's bad a little twee. twee. Um, it's a little twee. But y- yeah, the, the the point is that this looks intriguing, but it really could go either way. It's not just getting enough or a lot of buzz. It's not getting a lot of reviews. So check it out. Um, it'll be it'll pop up on streaming i'm sure at some point um but check out the trailer it's either your thing or it's not my fear is it's going to end up being like waking ned divine but without the charm you know it like because waking have you ever seen that movie waking ned divine long time ago it's yeah. a really great film but it like the, it works really because it's so charming uh right. and obviously that's not surreal like this is but it sort of relies on the same tropes in some ways. Like, oh, here's all these weirdos like doing this weird thing, you know, like, uh, right, like you know, having to keep a secret and they can't, and like, you know, I, I don't and, know. It, <laughs> here's here's what it kind of looks. Like. This just occurred to me. Here's what it kind of looks like. Is it kind of looks like a, uh, uh, I think you should leave sketch played as an indie drama. <laughs> it, it does. It does. Oh my god! I hope that's what it is. Yeah. Oh wow! You nailed it. Yeah, that's it like, does that's, feel like that. That's the kind of like surreal it is. Yeah. God. Yeah. I love that show. Uh, it's it's fucking perfect. It's yeah, a perfect it's show. really good. <laughs> let's okay. go watch that show. Yeah. yeah, let's go watch that show and 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 then and, play Jason. And play Jason. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's let's yeah. make that evening happen. That's a fellas. good evening. Yeah. yeah, that could be us in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know da- what's in my future is mac and cheese. Yep, and that <laughs> yeah. Panama Jack hat. Mm-hmm. Sipping daiquiris. Um, uh, so yeah, that's Stanleyville. You check out the trailer for that, Dave. Right, Dave? I can right. see it. I can see this. I'd be okay seeing it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Why not? I think we'd. I think you'd live. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think you'd be all right. Yeah. I think you'd be yeah. all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, guys, that's a sewed. Ah, we did it. Wow. Ah. Is it? Is it three hours yet? Did we hit our mark? Ho-ho. We I don't know, Almost. man. <laughs> time 
time stops functioning the way it's, it was meant to. The, 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 the laws of the universe shatter the minute we press record on this damn thing. That's true. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, uh, Adam, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you know you. I love you guys, and I love your audience, and uh, this is always fun. They love you. They love you. Oh, that's very kind of those of you who that's true of. Thank you. <laughs> so what do, what do you want to do? You want to tell people anything? Uh, I want to tell them to keep on listening to all the podcasts I do on the Small Beans Network. Uh, those include the Director Piece Theater podcast with Abe, who they also love, I'm told. Yeah. Uh, the the media sharing podcast, I, I'll show you mine if you show me yours, uh, with Maggie Mae Fish. And of course, One Upsmanship with Michael Swaim about video games. Stay tuned for a special episode of One Upsmanship uh, oh. that we'll be releasing, I don't know exactly when, in the next couple weeks, uh, with some new information about that podcast. Mm. So stay tuned for that. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's you all I got for now. Mystery cool. box, us. You, you, you. It's not really a mystery box. I mean, the title will explain at least most of it, but not all. Ho ho. Yeah. Ho yeah. ho. Um. Cool. Cool, man. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll do that. Dave, okay. tell him. Tell him something, but tell him like a 1920s cartoon character. Oh. Ho ho. We we. Ho- nope. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, listen, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com. <laughs> Pulled that ripcord immediately. You tripped yeah, out of the airplane and plummeted into your death, bro. Just like, that was nope, murder. Nope, nope, abandoning that. Listen, listen. No we parachute. Left right out. Listen, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. <clears throat> you can find uh, ex- ex- exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, mm. Fox Muller's a Maniac. We also do stuff with the old small beans. Like Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, check all that out every Friday night. That's the day this comes out. We watch movies with our patrons every Friday, like I said, uh, around like 7 p.m., sometimes a little later. Uh, and we, we do it in our Discord and we watch, you know, cuffs and other things. Yeah, mostly so cuffs. So check that out. It's yeah. primarily cuffs. Yeah. Uh, we take oh, suggestions. Oh, 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 oh. We're also doing an AMA on Monday. We Tom. are. That's oh, true. That's it's new. A, it's a new thing we're starting. If it goes for... well, yeah, if it goes well, we'll do more of them through yeah. our Discord. I'll, yeah. I'll be there for that. I'll be yeah, sending you, you questions. You can good. bet on Oh, that. good. Yeah. Good. Uh, we also have a store. Uh, head over to GameplayEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store, which has all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts and stickers and mugs and, fuck, I don't, dogs and iguanas and small children and panama hats and check it out check it out Woo! all right um man let's go let's let's say goodbye and go keep secrets in a suburb you guys want to do that hide so much goodbye bye Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. 
You can follow him on Twitter at, at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.